Hello and welcome to the Oxford PP Society podcast series commemorating the centenary of the degree. In this series, we are interviewing alumni and alumni, tutors and historians to give an insight into the degree and its students, its influence and how it has changed over a hundred years. I am here with Laura Ferris, former journalist and barrister and current MP. So, uh, Laura Ferris, what was your motivation behind reading PP at Oxford? I think at the time that um, the reason I read PP is because it was the only way of studying politics at Oxford University. And I was very interested in politics from a pretty young age, certainly through my teens. And by the time I was in the sixth form, it was definitely the subject that I enjoyed the most at school. And was I was doing it for A-level and I liked economics too, but le I have to say less so. And at that time, the only way that you could have any kind of direct teaching on politics or political science, as it tended to be called then, was by doing it as a compound degree PP. Oh, and my brother had read PP as well. He'd really loved it. So he was encouraging me. What was your experience of reading PP at Oxford, both in your studies and in your student life beyond? When I first arrived, I remember finding it quite sprawling and being surprised how sort of differently the people who were in my college um, reading the same degree kind of, you know, how, how different we were from one another. There were people who were almost pure mathematicians and they liked doing formal logic. They liked the mathematical side of economics. And there were people like me who were sort of much more humanities based, who liked kind of essay writing, were, were less good on the maths, actually, and were sort of, you know, um, you know, yeah, almost like more like historians. And then there were people who were the the ones who love philosophy and they thought in a completely different way about really difficult philosophical ideas in a way that was very new to me. So I think the first experience I had is I was sort of stunned how different we all were, given that we were nominally stud studying the same thing. I remember being um, quite very challenged, actually, by the breadth of the course And one of the things I remember feeling quite strongly at the end of the course is that I had been pushed outside my comfort zone kind of a number of times. And I think that was something that you you have more as a student to PP than you do if you choose another subject. For example, English, if you already know you love literature, you're already already very well read when you arrive at the age of 18. You're going to be kind of playing to your strengths. With PP, at some point, most students will be forced to spend time studying something that is not their natural forte. And I actually think that's a very healthy, you know, very healthy thing. Anyway, for me as a student, it was a good thing, good exercise mentally, I think. We would also love to, love to know a little about how the PP degree has um, helped you in your life uh, beyond studies and how it has what it has taught you and, and how it has prepared you for challenges you have faced in your career. That's a good question. So I think that the elements of PP that have kind of stayed with me the most are the historical political element that I did. I remember I did a course, it was called something like British Politics since 1860, And it was up until the present day then, and I graduated in 2000. So it was kind of just over a century's worth of British politics. And definitely that's informed my knowledge of previous prime ministers, of crunch points, of some of the post-war consensus. I did a very interesting international relations course where I was reading things like Hedley Bull, Samuel Huntingdon. I remember reading The Clash of Civilizations, and this was before 9-11, when the difficulties between the West 
and sort of this idea of an unknown threat that would build and mount and become very difficult to manage and the conflict would take on different forms was being forecast and discussed by students but hadn't really found its dimensions. So it was course, it was sort of papers like that that I did in my finals that I found myself thinking about and referring back to after I left Oxford. Thank you. And uh, lastly, uh, what do you think the next generation of PPE students should be taught? How can their degrees stay relevant and prepare new students for the challenges that face the world today? I think they have to, I think there's a couple of elements to this question. Firstly, the geopolitical element that has changed and any student who's serious about a, a, a career either in politics or within national world will need to be aware of what the kind of balance of power politics like what it means and I think they will also have to reconcile the place of the individual state or the individual politician within that state if and if like me they end up in politics in a in a world of kind of changing tech and science where the kind of great powers are shifting and are not necessarily governments anymore they can be organizations they can be new ways of thinking and interacting and that wasn't really something that applied 20 years ago. Governments were gods, really, and had complete control, whereas now we know there are different ways and different sort of developments and uh, features of the world which have huge powers to shape human behavior and control and influence the way that people behave and move. And so I think those elements are interesting. And I also think the way that the kind of geopolitical divide has shifted Thank you. Uh, and thank you, Laura Ferris, for giving us your time. And thank you to the listener for your interest. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and encourage you to have a look at the other podcasts in the series.